0: Tonight on BPN The Fitch, we discuss the MCU's Loki. Hello, everyone. We just want you to know that you are. Our fire, our one desire, desire, believe when we say that you're listening to BP and the Fitch in the evening, maybe in the morning, whenever you want, Whatever you want to. The dynamic duo is back. And tonight we're talking Loki season two, mainly season two. But I guess we got to talk about this whole journey uh, of Loki. Because after the season, Loki might be gone for a while, or or at least till Secret Wars. We're back with Glorious Purpose. There you go. BP and the Finch is back with Glorious Purpose. I am your sexy as F host, BP. I'm here, of course, with my co host, the Kevin Hart to my Dwayne Johnson, (laughs) the Finch. What's up, man? hey uh glad
1: i am back on the show i know bp and I the know. finch you gotta have it me, was man. it was bp and the finch but with bp and brandon BP. and
0: everybody else but me but i'm back you're back get a ps5 damn it i know right
1: hopefully soon
0: uh, i miss you man i'm I'm glad to have you here. um
1: oh yeah man i'm, I'm glad that we can get to talk some some nerdy stuff man some nerdy
0: stuff right, that's FCU. what we love so yeah. so uh we uh we have finished we finished Loki last night. So uh I don't know how it worked. Well it probably didn't work out for you since you're out in California and I'm here in Ohio. But uh so it kind of, it was it was cool for me because I, I saw the Marvels uh with good old ducks, you know. <laughs> um I saw the Marvels and then I got home about like eight thirty and then I went right into the season finale of Loki. So it was it was a Marvel night, you know. Make it a make it a Marvel night. And, uh, (laughs) mine was
1: kind of the opposite. I came home from work, sat down immediately, uh, Loki season two episode six finale was on and I watched that. And then maybe a couple hours later, I went and saw the marvels. So,
0: so, so we're, we're, we're going to talk the marvels. Uh, we'll probably drop, we'll record that and drop that, uh, Sunday night or Monday morning, if you will. Um. Because, you know, we're in different time zones, you know, so we we do what we can. Um, But we wanted to definitely talk Loki because it's fresh. It's fresh in the mind. So this this season, the season two of Loki, Finch, I I think, I kind of feel it was better than season one. Um, Agreed. Like, I think think the issue with season one is that, like, we're coming right off of endgame. And you know we were on this high high, and we had no idea what the hell they were going to do next, where they were going. You know, we we just finished Endgame. You know, the, some say some say that MCU hasn't recovered since. You know, the MCU's kind of blew their wad. If you will, for lack of lack of better terms. Sure, uh,
1: sure blue mine, yeah, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, mine mine too, buddy. <laughs> mine too. There's a lot of cleanup in that owl. Uh <laughs> but uh especially when Captain America said Avengers assemble finally. Um my part was when uh when he caught that hammer. It was just like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, that combo, that combo of that scene something yeah. we waiting for forever.
1: And on um, your left, on your left was a uh, oh my gosh, I was crying,
0: bro. I'm not uh, going to lie. So, so when, when the movie starts and Hawkeye loses his family, my wife started crying and my wife is like, not even a superhero person, but like she went and saw that with me and she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, his daughters, they're gone. And like, yeah, it's just that, but so good. So good. So good. It's such a good film. <laughs> right. Um, I I do tend to like Infinity War better. Okay. Um, That's a if, Thanos movie, yeah. That's a Thanos movie, but but Infinity War is kind of like your Empire Strikes Back, and yeah, where they all lose. Why don't rank it higher than Infinity War? It's because with Endgame, you you ha- every other movie you have to watch every other movie. You have to, like, well, I mean, you kind of do for it for Infinity War, but like Endgame only works because you watched all these other bazillion movies. And I mean,
1: I would say you at least had to watch infinity war to understand Endgame.
0: Yes. Oh, like you, sure.
1: you could, you could literally come in and just watch infinity war. Yeah. It's not going to be as great. Obviously no, 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 those no, no. two movies together make one great completed story there, Absolutely. but having the 20 movies before that, you know, yeah, but that's what made it. That's what made grown men cry seeing Endgame oh, because that culmination of ten years
0: of film, you know. So when, for okay, okay, the three things yeah, we'll, we'll get to Loki, but the, but the the, the the three things that that make me cry in the MCU and consistently are when Peter, when Pete, in Infinity War, when Peter is about to disappear. And he says, Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. I
1: don't want to go, Mr. Stark.
0: <laughs> what makes that worse is because if you know anything about Spider-Sense, which Peter's just finally got in that movie, um, which they, I think they just threw it away again right after, like it didn't exist. But they put it in that movie. <laughs> but um, anything, if, anything with Spider-Sense, Peter feels danger all around him. So, when Peter was saying, "I don't feel so good," he was feeling everybody disappear, like in the universe, right. all that danger. he was feeling all of it. so that made it even worse. So then when he disappears, oh my gosh, um, and then when 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 Iron Man dies and and Peter is back and he's like, hey, "You know, Mr. Stark, we won. <laughs> oh." And then, and then when Aunt May dies, yeah, Aunt May's death was was a hard one. Iron but, Man, Spider Man's my guy.
1: <laughs> so, Man, uh, the other one that gets me is just because of everything on the outside was Wakanda Forever. That tribute scene for Chadwick Boseman at the beginning, yeah. you know that I was in the theater, dude. I was I was I was tearing up. So that was a good tribute. But the rest yeah. of the movie was like, eh. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, so, you're yeah. right, right, Chad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chadwick, man, he, i've uh, and that, just that hearing movie. him again in "What If,"
1: like was like that made that episode. You know, yes. the episode where he's yes. Star Lord was
0: just like, yeah, R.I.P. uh Chadwick, man, like he, he was, he was my guy to lead the Avengers in the future. Like he was, like that's. Is I'm pretty sure
1: that was the plan. The plan.
0: Sorry, flan. The flan. Flan. Flan, <laughs> flan. I want some flan. I think it's one. pronounced flan. <laughs> yes. All right, Loki. 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 So okay. So so yeah. So when when Endgame happened, and then we get Wandavision, like we get this direction for Disney Plus kind of taking over the MCU, um, and Wandavision was. WandaVision, I One WandaVision. I I didn't think Wandavision was too bad. That's a good but it's really good. I, I th- yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, it talks about loss and overcoming that. I still want to know what the hell where the hell White Vision is. Um I know, right? <laughs> we haven't like, seen him since. Like, he was supposed to get his own
1: show. Vision supposed, Quest. Supposed to. Vi- yeah,
0: vision, yeah, Vision Quest, yeah. That vision was Quest. also
1: when they just they're like, hey, we got Disney Plus, let's drop a show for everybody and everybody now everybody gives a show now they're reeling it back in a little bit uh, you know so well
0: the ceo what's his name bob uger bob eiger Bob. now i yeah, i Iger. There was, was bob Iger. Uger,
1: there was bob chapek at the kind of start of like when loki and stuff like i think Iger ushered it in and then he stepped down and then bob chapek took over and that's when disney started having legal issues with like scarlett johansson movies getting you know we also hit a pandemic and then you know everything shifted and and disney's just losing
0: money hand over fist and disney can't have that and then and then bob Iger came back (laughs) so yeah for good reason um i so i felt i felt Loki season one um i felt it started strong like so the this the story of Loki continues right after right during endgame really um so so let's let's kind of recap where the heck Loki was up until this point um because one of the criticisms of Loki season one was that you see Loki kind of kind of get a redemption point or like decide to be a hero so quick he gets so much character development like in the first episode in four minutes and now watching season two, you see, kind of how they corrected that because well, we'll should we also
1: should we also uh label this episode spoilers just yeah spoilers, case, just spoilers like if you happen to listen to this before you've caught up on season two of loki um there will be spoilers for
0: season yes. two of loki there's absolutely gonna be spoilers <laughs> this, this Spoiler part liner. this part not so much spoilers yeah so so loki when we first get introduced to loki now this is strictly mcu loki we're talking about tonight so but which we'll, we'll 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 throw in some comic stuff. So Loki and Thor. So when Loki was first introduced, Finch, did you? How did you feel about Tom Hiddleston being cast as Loki? Like, how did you feel about Loki and Thor? Like the first time we see Loki, MCU was just starting. Like this was, you know, two thousand. I think it was like two thousand nine, two thousand
1: ten. Right.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I I the only Loki in film that I was used to by that time was Alan, uh, Alan Cummings. I think he played Loki in the worst movie ever. Son of the mask. <laughs> oh,
0: Oh, <you're
1: laughs>
0: so like that. So well, I'm just work.
1: saying, cause like, yes. you know, when they talked about like, Oh, we're casting this guy, Tom Hiddleston. I wasn't, you know, he was an unknown to me at that time. Um, and I was just like, oh, they should have got Alan Cummings. And you know, that was that's the Loki. Yeah, I even though that movie was bad, Son of the Mask, like he he played a pretty <laughs> decent Loki. But um, so they you know, Thor comes out. Um, I don't know if people were I mean, after the movie, clearly everyone's like, Oh, that guy has so much screen presence and you know, I thought he did a great job. Um I just was like, Well, Thor was cooler part in that movie to me obviously you know but I know everybody was like well Loki stole the show I don't know if it maybe it was I don't know if it was in Thor or if it was in um Avengers when they said that but I just know like I was like oh he's cool he works
0: he's a good Loki he works like like I thought I thought Tom I thought Tom looked great as Loki he, he had a good look he had good stage presence he had kind of a creepy factor to him. Um, he has he Tom has ability to act he all all you really need is Tom's face sometimes like the way he smiles the way he he you know he uses his whole face and mannerisms
1: yeah his presence takes over like you know he's that's the one my biggest complaint obviously about the first Thor movie was like nobody wore their costumes right uh, yeah but but I mean clearly Thor's not going to wear his costume most of the movie because he was he was exiled from Asgard. And then obviously like Loki, I think he did have his costume but he didn't have the horns, you know. They never they never want to give him the horns. They never
0: want to give him the horns. just like they don't want to give Thor the winged helmet. You, you know, we got it like 3 times for like 2 seconds and all of Thor's MCU presence. Um but yeah. What well, was it in the first one when he's they're crowning him
1: or whatever? Yeah. Um, I think um, in Ragnarok, right? He has that that other one. It's kind of like a winged one. Kinda. And I don't remember any other ones. I think, oh, maybe in Love and Thunder, right? Like at and Love and point. Thunder, I think
0: they put like some mask on the front of it. So it looked really weird, but, yeah. but whatever. Um, but so Loki MCU, we find out that loki was taken as a baby from the frost giants so we we learned that loki's not even Asgardian. guardian he's not thor's real brother um so just like in north mythology just like in comics and we find out that he was actually a frost giant and thousands of years earlier uh o- the frost giants were trying to take over the nine realms and you know odin shows up beats her ass so that puts the end of the fight and takes the source of their power, this casket of ancient winters, such a cool name. And basically Loki grows up in Thor's shadow, you know, Thor is the real brother Thor, or, you know, Thor is the real son, you know, he's next in line to the throne, but Loki kind of just feels like he's the third wheel. He doesn't feel part of the family. He doesn't feel part of anything. And the only one that made loki feel like he was part of anything was his adopted mother frigga and loki learned magic from her and and all that stuff and so loki is pretty jealous so in the movie thor you know loki is manipulating thor to kind of um do things without odin's permission he gets thor you know kicked off of of uh asgard to earth uh, Loki kind of takes over uh, Asgard and manipulates stuff kind of from there. Um, he finds out that he's a frost giant the whole time. And and I really wish they would have kind of like went into that story that Loki is a frost giant. And Loki's not Asgardian. And and that Lofi, like Lofi is kind of his mom and dad. Like if I remember right, frost giants, like they, like they're male and female, um, I think so. But I think Luffy's like his mom and dad. Um, I don't know, <laughs> but but Loki, you know, sends a destroyer to Earth after Thor. Um, he puts Odin in this deep sleep. And basically, the movie ends where he wants to destroy Jotunheim to win Odin's approval. Odin says, "No, screw you. That's not how we do things." And Thor destroys the Bifrost so that they can't destroy Jotunheim. And Loki falls, and he falls into the, like the nothingness. And then, uh, and then we pick up Loki on Avengers, which is arguably maybe the, possibly the best version of Loki. Yeah. Um, In terms of evil Loki. I was going to say, up until season two now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Totally. Totally. Um, But we find out that Loki kind of drifted through space and he met Thanos. Secretly met Thanos. Like, he didn't know he met Thanos, but uh, he met Thanos. He gets the Mind Stone. Thanos wants him to find the Space Stone and basically he plots his whole army against the Avengers and Blah blah blah. The Tesseract. The Tesseract. And uh Hulk ends up wh- whipping his ass at the end. <laughs> uh, one yeah. of the best things. Says, puny we have God. a Hulk. We have a Hulk. I have an army. And Iron Man says, We have a Hulk. And the Hulk ends up picking up Loki and whooping his ass and saying, puny God. Um and Loki, you know, Loki gets defeated and he thought he was gonna take over Earth and take over Asgard with this army. And you know, it doesn't work that way. So um, then we go into Dark world and in Dark world Loki's like going to prison for his crimes. Um, we find out that there's the stuff about the Dark elves and that the dark elves basically uh, have a end, and Jane Foster gets the uh, reality stone trapped in her and the elves end up killing Frigga uh, Thor and Loki's mom. And Thor says, hey, Loki, you help me stop the elves. We'll get revenge on mom. So Loki gets the ether out of Jade Foster. And he and he supposedly dies and gets stabbed. You mean avenge their mom. Avenge the mom. What did I say? You said revenge on mom. Revenge on mom. Sorry. Revenge I just want to, you know. Maybe I want to get revenge on my mother. I do You know. She's, she's, I don't know.
1: She's, 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 we she's, love our moms. We love our moms.
0: We love our moms. We do. You know. We, yeah. 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 We love our moms.
1: In the words of Ralph. I love my mama. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love my mama. don't <laughs> uh, no. no. We're, we're so old. Um, but Loki gets, uh, Loki kind of actually faces his death. And the movie ends where Thor, you know, tells Odin basically what Loki did, the sacrifice, and then ends up being Loki in disguise. And then uh, now, are
1: we doing a, are we doing a Loki fake death count? Would that be number one?
0: <laughs> <Or is that laughs> we the, should. Is that, is even that think the about second that. one? I was think about that. How I many? Oh my gosh! Now you make me wonder. <laughs> oh my gosh, how many times did this dude fake his death?
1: Well, he didn't fake his death when he fell off the bridge, but you know we all assumed, oh Loki's dead, right? Wow. Well, well, I mean, you could assume.
0: Uh, well, well yeah. I don't know if you can. That's one. Count it. Let's count that Okay. Up.
1: That's one. And then Thor in the Dark World. That's two.
0: Well, did he kind of fake his death in he fake his death in Avengers at all? No, he got captured. Yeah, he didn't fake yeah, he didn't fake his death. So yeah, Dark World. And then um Yeah, and then Ragnar- Ragnarok. Ragnarok, he was been playing he's been posing as Odin for years. And the realms are the realms are <laughs> a they, had,
1: they had uh Matt Damon and uh they were <laughs> oh, god,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, I think was there was great. another
1: Hemsworth brother in there, right? Or no, the not the not Liam, but the other one I think was playing like, like Thor or something.
0: I think so, I think you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he, Sam yeah. Neil from Jack Neil was
0: yes, was yeah, it Odin? Oh my god, so sweet. Yeah. Um but that, yeah, Ragnarok was done pretty well. Like Ragnarok is what sold Thor as a better character. But then uh, Taka Waki Waka Waka Wakatumi Takah Taka Takah Taka He he <laughs> he he took it way too far with Love and Thunder. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't hate Love and Thunder. I'm a weirdo.
1: I there's there's some really bad stuff to it. But there's some cool
0: stuff to it too. There are some cool stuff in it. There are. Yeah. Um, I like I I like the opening scene with Thor yeah. with Thor in the like the glass palace and the Guns N' Roses. Stuff. I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you
1: know when he when he sheds he sheds the jacket and he's all ripped again. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and he's got the you know he's got the trucker hat on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There there are, there are good elements. I and and this the the Jane story the Jane yeah. story of it. Yeah, yeah, nice
1: it and that like the flashback with the Mjolnir and the where he's like take care of her. Yeah, uh, yeah, man.
0: I mean there there are good things. There's in some there. good stuff in there, yeah. There
1: are, but um, there's no Loki. There's no Loki. There's no Loki in that movie. But you, um, why why is there no
0: Loki? So backtrack. Because in Ragnarok, um, uh, well, going in Ragnarok technically, Ragnarok technically Infinity War, right? No, well, in Ragnarok, they find out they have a freaking sister. Oh, and as yes, 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 they, they well they go to earth to say bye to Odin because Loki screwed up and put him in like a nursing home or something and, and they then meet Dr. Strange and they meet Dr. Strange Loki goes full Marilyn Manson outfit and uh and he starts falling for 30 minutes <laughs> sorry oh uh, my man um uh, yeah um yes <laughs> um but yeah, then Loki, uh, Loki, tr- they try to escape Hela, and Loki falls, like kind of escapes through the Bifrost, and he goes to Sakaar and Loki's kind of like manipulating people still, um, and he becomes he kind of teams up with Thor and Hulk and Valkyrie, and uh, they kind of do their own thing, and they you know, they stop Hela and blah blah blah, and then at the start of Infinity War. What happens? What happens, Finch? We meet
1: the Mad Titan himself. He shows up on the ship. the The re- what? It, what would it be? Like the um, refuge? There it is. Refugee ship. Revenge on your mom. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> the basically the, he shows up on uh Asgard because Asgard is now a people not a place. Um uh, yes. So, yeah, there you go. So goes. he shows up it's on the... Asgard. Um he uses uh which uses the power stone. Um this is all after Loki took the Tesseract from yep. in Thor Ragnarok when he and goes to them. Yes. when he goes to destroy Asgard for Surter he steals the Tesseract. Then he goes to as they escape, they defeat Hella and Surtur. Well, Surtur defeats Hella. Um, we move into Avengers Infinity War, where the opening is literally Thanos is on the ship. He's got uh Loki like like chained up or kneeled down. He's got Thor chained up. That's what he, he's got Thor tied up, chained up. Uh Loki, he's like, Oh, I will serve you again, you know, like I did before. And, uh, Thanos is saying, where's the, where's the test rack or the tie the power. It's the space stone. That's what it is. The space stone. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I'm getting all like confuzzled. Uh, Um, so Loki goes, uh, he tries to hand it over, fakes a death again, I believe, or does like a, he does a, some Loki trickery. Right. And then he says, we have a Hulk. And then Hulk comes in. Boom. Punches Thanos. Starts kind of whipping Thanos for a second. All of a sudden Thanos throat punches Hulk. <laughs>
0: and then, bam, Molly that's, wants Hulk. And that right there is the last <laughs> moment where Hulk was Hulk. That's right. it. That's where right. Hulk dies. Hulk dies there. Everything, then, you, everything you see of the Hulk after that, that's a whole podcast on itself where I'm right. just going to flip MCU out for the next five hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, basically the last we see of loki here is he tries to stab thanos thanos grabs him and snaps his neck in front of thor yeah and he said he says what does he say come back from this and he, uh, as he a like snaps his neck or something no 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 when he when he kills loki i think he says like come back from this because loki keeps coming back yeah so Uh yeah, and we see him. He's got like bloodshot eyes. He's dead, bro. And then basically dead. Heimdall shoots Hulk to Earth. Boom! We get Avengers: Infinity War. Then we get Avengers: Endgame. And then in Avengers: Endgame,
0: because it's a time travel movie, which they don't understand time travel, but whatever. (laughs) Why? Why why don't they just like? Okay, can we, sidebar here? Sidebar, okay, because because this is because what I'm about to say is probably a whole other podcast by itself. <laughs> the all most of our podcasting is going to be me complaining about stuff, and Finch trying to be positive. Um, Always, but what kills me is like <sighs> Doctor Strange had the freaking time stone in his possession the whole time during Infinity War, the whole time. All he had to do, all he had to do was use that time stone, go all the way back, all the way back to, like, probably Avengers 1. And they could have, like, they could have went through that portal, like, in Avengers 1, and then took Thanos out right then and there. They couldn't even go, they couldn't even go for, all that matters is all they had to do is go back. Oh, he's got a stone? No, he doesn't. Oh, he's got a second stone? No, he doesn't. Like, that's all you got to do. Like- but doing, okay, here, doing all of that, yes, it
1: logically, yes, that makes sense. But doing all that erases all of the MCU. Because <laughs> those stones, those stones give Wanda her powers, give Pietro his powers, give. Uh, Vision his powers gives photon her powers gives uh yeah everybody like the the tesseract and all of the infinity stones basically uh that's make fair. the
0: MCU that's so. fair that's fair it's fair that's fair but you have the mother flipping the time stone <laughs> in your possession like all you have to do is just rewind a little bit. Just rewind a little bit yeah. things he does. You could you can even pause time and, like, okay, this guy's a serious threat. Let's think a it. And I know you can't do that because the movie, you know, you got to have the movie happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But, like, but that killed me. So, but time travel, and because Loki, the show Loki deals with time travel so much, you know, um, but time travel, like, I'm a huge Dr. Hugh fan. Even, even Doctor Who still follows somewhat of a logical idea that, okay, that if if is there's A and then there's B. Now, if I travel from B and go before A and I change something, okay, back to the future. Let's just go back to the future. This is way more. Okay. So... The catch22 about the future if we're gonna get if we're gonna get to this because because <laughs> we, we we're, we're gonna talk a little we will but the whole logic of time travel is that if I go back in time and I change something that it changes the future like this isn't my new future like me going back isn't my new future I've changed something but the catch22 of time travel, that, that they never talk about in time travel movies, and I, I'm obsessed with time travel, so give me a break, is that if I go back in time to change something, then doesn't that change the original reason I went back in time? So that's what, that's where Endgame has to make sense. So So if I drink this water, and then I go back in time to stop myself from drinking this water, then I've defeated the purpose of why I went back in time in the first place. Unless it was always meant to happen. Which is, I believe, the the grandfather
1: or the bootstrap paradox. Bootstrap paradox.
0: The whole secret timeline thing. Yeah. But, but you know, Endgame... Or, it's, or
1: a fixed, it's a fixed point, you know what I mean? Like Fixed point time. So there's some things, it's like you go back, you can't change it no matter what. Which...
0: Yes, which but is there, the whole other, point of Loki.
1: I mean, okay, so end game, I know we're we gotta talk Loki, but we're in Endgame game where Loki reappears. Um so So this is so where so going back in, this is so where so the whole Loki in, show starts. So going back in time, like they they go back to where there was two sets right. of time stones in in the movie, right? Yes. Where they well they two back, space
0: stones, two space stones
1: or two so, two infinity stones, because there is the space stone. And then uh, Bruce Banner went to go meet with the um, the ancient one who had yeah. the time stone.
0: Yes, yes, sir.
1: And then she mentions that oh, if you pluck this time stone, you're creating a new branch timeline. You know, so you have to bring it back to this timeline at this pre- exact time to basically pluck off that branch. I guess I don't. And that's what I don't understand. Like, would it?
0: That's whatever made sense to me.
1: So that's still a separate branch.
0: So, I think she was, like, so, so they went they went they went back oh, did time travel confuse. Well, they they made it confusing. So, okay. So, I'm trying to remember. So, okay. So, they go back to 2012. That's what you guys need to know, listeners. Is they go back to 2012. They go back to the first Avengers movie. Loki has just been defeated. But during this moment, Hulk is talking to the ancient one of Doctor Strange, trying to get the time stone. Really the only stone they need. The,
1: the Hulk from the future is talking
0: to the ancient one. Yes, the Hulk from the future. Because the,
1: the Hulk from 2012 is forced to take the stairs. Yes, stairs. It's all bad. He comes okay, down, stairs. opens the door. They come down in the elevator. Uh, he opens the door. I think he like flings Iron Man or something, and or flings the the case with the Tesseract. Yeah. Loki in handcuffs grabs the Tesseract
0: and like disappears. Boom. And that is the start of, of the Loki TV of, series, of the Loki TV show. So during the battle in New York, Loki escapes with the Tesseract. It creates a branch timeline. So we have the sacred what is called the sacred timeline. is stuff that's meant to happen, and mm-hmm. that's even the Avengers going back in time was meant to happen. Loki mm-hmm. taking that tesseract was not meant to happen. So he he arrives in like a desert and he's quickly arrested by officers of the Time Variance Authority, or the, the TVA. TVA. <coughs> <laughs> and he's brought to their headquarters. And at the TVA, he cannot use his magic. Uh, TVA has their own mascot which is called Miss Minutes, who's voiced by Tara Strong, the amazing Tara Strong. The amazingly talented Tara Strong. Amazing talented. Uh, I might actually go meet her in Pittsburgh. I might.
1: Nice, if I can afford nice.
0: to.
1: Uh, she voices one of my favorite characters of all time, Timmy Turner. I know she voices so many other characters, but so Timmy is one of my favorites, and
0: Raven. Oh, awesome. Raven, of course Raven. Raven's the best. Um, so. <laughs> uh, but we find out that, uh, yeah, Miss Smith tells Loki uh, that a, there was a past multiversal war between these different timelines. And this war was ended by who are called the timekeepers. And the timekeepers established a singular timeline and that to prevent such other war, the timekeepers created the TVA and its employees to maintain this timeline which is called the Sacred Timeline. The TVA does this by resetting Branch Timelines and the variants that caused them. This is where things get really confusing. And this is why Season 2 is better than Season 1. Because Season 1 is just, (coughs) it's giving you so much at once. So basically to try to make this as easily understandable as possible, is trying to, trying to um, is there's the Loki that was me- so basically each each every time something different happens that's not supposed to happen it creates a variance it creates a branch, a branch of the timeline so Loki taking this tesseract was not meant to happen so it created this other branch of this timeline. So he is known as a variant because he's not supposed. It wasn't supposed to happen. So, yeah. So that creates a variant. So they the TVA will prune, as they call them, prune it, and basically make that branch disappear, and keep the original timeline. So
1: everything accordingly through the sacred timeline.
0: Yes, everything which is all.
1: which is all pretty much pre-written,
0: yes. Or is that going too far ahead? It's just like everything's no, no, supposed no. to happen on this timeline. That's fine. Th- these are the things that are supposed to happen. Uh, you know, we're doing our best to try to describe this. It's a lot. Um, well, I, okay, real quick, just to jump in. So this yeah.
1: is, you know, this is all explained in the first episode of Loki. First episode, line. just watch. It. Um, yeah, watch the show. It's a good. It's a good show. Um, but at the time. Uh, Dang it! I lost my train of thought. It (laughs)
0: Um, it happens to us. It happens.
1: uh, um, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, oh, okay. Sorry. Now I remember. Um, Sorry. So uh, when they they initially announced the Loki show, they they talked. You know, they did things that like were showing. Um, you know, trailers of like stuff that's going to happen. And the cool thing is like, they do these like little thing in there and they do it in season two, which I really thought was interesting. In the one episode, I think it was episode five um, where they take like, and this isn't happened throughout the entire show, but there's some events that happen like historically in our time. And they use that in the Loki show to explain like, 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 like actual stories but like mysteries like like at one point they show um db cooper jumping out of the airplane yes and it's loki you know what i mean so there's like cool things like that you know that i i that's what i thought was like oh and i thought that that's what the whole show was going to kind of be like him going through time as like you know and being these like various characters kind of or something that's what i and thought that's not what we got but we still got a decent show but it will it, it i thought it was gonna be something different so
0: well it, it it gets better it gets better it does yes um so um yeah so then we get introduced to a rev Rensler, Renslayer. Ravenna kind of, Ro- yes, yes. Now, Ravenna Rensley. Ravenna so she is a huge part in the comics as kind of like the assistant to Kang the Conqueror, who's our new villain. She's like his right-hand man uh, in the comics. <clears throat> and uh, basically, she, she wants to get rid of Loki. And then a guy shows up. Named Mobius M. Mobius, played by Owen Wilson. It basically says. Wow. What? Wow. 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 Never. That's, that's Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Never never leave a TVA member behind.
1: Wow. That <laughs> yeah. Hans, he's so hot right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is oh, so Hans is are- <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. I'm falling. We're falling apart. That Mobius, uh,
1: he's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So he. So yeah. Mobius says that Loki basically can probably be redeemed if he can see how his life is going to turn out. If he can see how his life has hurt others. So he shows him basically a video of everything that happens um, after Avengers. So this Loki doesn't experience. The death in Infinity War. He doesn't experience Thor the Dark World and seen Frigga die. Um, Thor Ragnarok. None of that stuff happens to this Loki. This is a new Loki. Um, but he sees how his relationship approved with Thor. He sees the death of his dad Odin, the death of his mom, his own death at the hands of Thanos, and he realizes that he can't return to the timeline he was at. Um And he's willing to help the TVA. So that's kind of like the first episode of season one. Um, he realizes his purpose is to lose and to elevate
1: others into being greater. Yes.
0: Yes. So, um, going, so going in more into season one, like kind of kind of speed up season one here. Um, to get to the the you know the meat and potatoes here. So in season one, here we basically uh well
1: hold on. I'll help you out help, here. Yeah, help, so me, out season here. help one, me out here. Season one basically so Loki's like, all right, I'm gonna help you guys out here at the TVA. Ravenna Rensayer basically has been searching for this, well, not just her, but the entire TVA has been searching for a Loki variant who has been Basically hiding out in apocalypses and basically terrorizing the timeline, um, jumping all over in and out of uh, branch timelines and things like that. So they recruit Loki to help them. He go they go to a uh, apocalyptic future branch timeline and basically um, they meet a Loki variant who turns out to be a woman. Her she goes by the <laughs> name <laughs> of. She goes by the name of Sylvie. And basically Loki, you know, he's trying to help, but he also becomes infatuated with her. Um, you she know, she's cute. She's cute, yeah. Not so much as season two. Season one, she's she's cute. Season two, yeah. I
0: don't it's, know. Maybe it's the she hair.
1: aged up or the hair. the hair. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's the hair. It's the hair. Uh, yeah. Um, so she goes, um, so that's like season two. Or episode two, I think they they end up in this future that's about to be um, pruned, and then I forget what ends up happening. They end up uh, on another
0: place. I don't know exactly what well, happens. Hold on, hold on a second. So I got you. So oh, um, uh, it's so like in the second episode, Loki kind of finds out that if you that. That basically, Sylvie is hiding in apocalyptic uh, periods. Mm-hmm. So, she, so things that are going to be destroyed. They're like fixed points. So, like they go all the way back to Pompeii, yeah, a, and uh, and Mount Vesuvius, um, and then you know, and then kind of finds her in there. Um, then they goes to, what's that? She escapes. Yes, um, and then they there's some hurricane that they that they go to um in 2050 there's supposed to be a hurricane in Alabama I guess um and the only we, thing
1: the only thing that really sticks out in that scene was I think the Roxxon Corporation building maybe was it yes. a, a Roxxon yeah. building Yep. which we thought was going to be a big factor in some stuff but you know we
0: well we thought <laughs> um, yeah. and then we we meet uh we meet Hunter B15 um the uh the doctor, like she, that's that, that, yeah. that doctor. The, uh, um, yeah, you meet her, and then basically they're kind of hunting Sylvie, yada, yada. And they, oh, arrive. okay,
1: now I remember. She, she, uh, Sylvie does like a hex thing to her with her yep. magic. Possesses And her. basically, basically forces her to remember that she, as a variant, she basically that all of the, TVA agents are variants from the sacred timeline, so she basically becomes woke
0: <laughs> in, in a sense. She, yeah, she right. is
1: awake, she is awakened from her you could say brainwashing spell, um, you know, whatever she was under that all the TVA agents are under, and basically we get this big reveal that everybody is a variant from the sacred timeline. So then Loki. And Sylvie start working together.
0: Yes. So they, so they start working together. They they yeah they end up show they end up finding. Um, yeah, they want They go to that weird planet that's like a moon is going to crush it, and then there's these devices called a Tempad that lets them go in between time and universes. Um, And to the TVA headquarters and things like that. TVA headquarters. And yeah, what else?
1: Oh, well, this is the part where they, I believe they kiss, which is they do. At the time we all believed that it was weird because Loki is basically kissing himself (laughs) as a a female version of himself, uh, which is weird. But them being together and touching or something like that creates this like, Really powerful,
0: um. I don't know, like interaction, right? Was it? Oh, uh, was yeah, yes. It was like it created a branch, like it created a very. Or it becomes
1: like a like a nexus event or something, right? Is that what it's
0: called, or was that from Wandavision? No, we'll we'll call it a nexus event. Um, we'll go with it. Um, but then, uh, basically. Basically, to make this as as uh, easy as we can, the TVA, we find out the TVA doesn't really exist. There are no timekeepers. There, there there, are no sacred people controlling all this. It's all been controlled by this dude who's called He Who Remains. And
1: every He goes time, by
0: many names. He goes by many names. Kang. You know, King the Conqueror. He's been
1: called a Conqueror. Sorry, when when, when he goes, I go by many names. Uh, some have called me a tyrant, a ruler, a conqueror. This is all played by the talented, but you know, overly talented, uh, conflictual.
0: Um, yeah, currently very, uh, yeah, very (laughs) Jonathan Majors or Ezra Miller. What is it,
1: (laughs) Jonathan Majors? Oh,
0: Jonathan Majors, yeah. God bless you, um, Jonathan Majors, extremely talented actor, um, having some legal trouble right now. Who knows what's going to happen, but uh, but he plays his character. We 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 basically Sylvie and Loki go to the end of time after they find out that all this BS has happened. We we meet some other variants of Loki.
1: Oh, um, real quick, sorry. I know we're when basically we talk. We find out that whenever somebody's pruned. Yes. Or something is Very important. They end up at the end of time where there's this creature, Alioth, who can literally eat and destroy everything. However, we when we meet the variant or the uh, the man at the end of time, it turns out to be he who remains. We learn that he at one point in the multiversal war was able to take control of Eliath and basically now Elioth is like his pet at the end of time and destroys everything that gets pruned and sent there. And also we learn that Miss minutes from the TVA is there with our man at the end of time. So we know that she is also helping him control the end of, you know, control the sacred timeline. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> don't you, no, no, you no, get no. back into
0: it. And no, I need your, I need your, I need your help on this. Uh, uh, so I, I have bad memory. Like I can remember things that like I just watched, but things I watched in the past. Like, hey, I suck. Um, but I thought it was really cool. Like when we, so when we get to this citadel, or where everybody's pruned, you know, we meet an alligator Loki <laughs> from another from another uh, yes, another world. We meet a boastful Loki. Um yes. I don't remember boastful Loki. Loki. He's oh. a black dude. Big buff black dude. Oh, big, boy Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then we have classic Loki, who looks like, looks literally like he, he, like, he's just an old dude that's Hugh like Grant, kind of right? From, from a Comic-Con. Was it, was it Hugh Grant? No, not Hugh Grant. Uh, I think so it might have been your Alan Cummings, dude. No, it was, um. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll no, find I mean, out right now. He's an
0: actor we know.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a sir. He's a, he's a sir, I believe.
0: But who else is there? Uh, Kid Loki. Kid Loki. I've totally forgot about Kid Loki. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because you know, Kid Loki is important. We Uh, need President Loki. And then you know, and then your current Loki, who calls himself President Loki, for a second. Um, but basically they. Uh, Richard E. Grant. E. Grants. There we go. Played, a, a it's an amazing movie. scene. Amazing scene that he
1: that he tell had. about. It. Tell them about. Uh, it. So basically, Eliot is coming, and Loki and Sylvie have to get out of there so they can get to the end of the man at the end of time. And basically, classic Loki goes, I got this. And basically, uh he steps out in front of Elioth, and forms this giant uh city of Asgard castle wall thing to basically hold off a for a while and as he's doing it in his classic loki costume like from the comics he goes awesome. for my glorious purpose and just you know it's just a great it's just a great <laughs> scene <laughs> it's a great scene and it is amazing the richard e grant uh yeah he did a great job so, Loki and Sophie get to the man at the end of time, a.k.a. Jonathan Majors, a.k.a. He Who Remains, a.k.a. King the Conqueror. And what a cool name. What happened?
0: He Who Remains. Yeah. What a badass name. So, if you know anything about the Marvel Universe, there's, like, God. There's, like, God-God. And, or if you've been following Marvel, like, recently, um, there's God-God. Yeah. He's called the One Above All. And then the devil, if you will, the one below all. And if you read Immortal Hulk, which is one of the greatest comic runs of all time, you find out that basically the Hulk is like the hand of one above all and the hand of the one below all. So where Hulk's purpose is not only to destroy, but also to create. Hmm.
1: I have not read that one. Wow.
0: Okay. Oh my gosh, dude, you need to go and read Immortal Hulk right now. Um, okay, I'll end this podcast and, and like, go read it right now. Yeah, I'm. good All right. Well, don't no, end it now. But um, but yeah, yeah. we'll we'll yeah we'll do we'll do a whole talk about that. Um. Yeah. That 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 comic run helped me through some hard times, um, because I'm such a Hulk fan, but like. Yeah, that's a whole different thing, um, but anywho, so we meet we meet the man the man the, he who remains, and basically he says that. Um, uh, where was I? In my notes here. Okay.
1: He, he the, explains the multiversal war to them.
0: Yes. Um, so he is just a man, but he's using you know. He reveals that he can anticipate all their reaction, all their actions and everything that they're going to do in this conversation because he's foreseen the past, present, and future, and that he guided them to him. He also reveals that he created the TVA after several variants of himself discovered alternate universes, the multiverse, and contacted each other in the 31st century. Several of them tried to conquer other universes, leading to a multiversal war. He who remains harnessed that creature, Elioth, to end it, isolate his timeline, and create the TVA to revert further branches. He has grown weary, and he offers Loki and Sylvia choice: you can kill me, and end that sacred timeline, and risk another multiversal war with all these other kings, or succeed in leading the TNA, or, or succeed in leaving the T- leading the TVA, and just managing the timeline. So just taking over the TVA. Um basically Sylvie doesn't like this. She feels cheated. She Sylvie is a very much advocate for these variants to live the life that they were supposed to. Um, you know, Mobius talks a lot about Jeskies, <laughs> you know, um and, and Owen Wilson's character. Uh, big, big uh, big black woman, uh Hunter B15. Um, she, you know, she had a life. Um, we meet all these characters that had a life and Sylvie never was allowed to have a life because she was taken as a young child um, her, her Loki version and basically never got to live a life so she goes and kills he who remains and the, and the season ends with this big massive multiversal explosion if you will and it unleashes a multiverse
1: Actually, the season ends with Loki and Sylvie fighting because Loki doesn't think that she should kill him. basically she she pushes him through, she opens a temp door, pushes him through, and then she goes and stabs uh, he who remains. And he says, "If you stab me, my this everything starts over, and my variants will come, and uh, you'll you know, and then I'll be right back here." And, he, and then he says, See you soon. She stabs him. She thinks it's over. And Loki falls out of the time door that she pushed him through, looks up, and sees a Kang statue in the TVA.
0: Has replaced all the timekeeper statues. And that's how season one ends. That is. Then, season two, what we just watched uh after loki was sent through a time door by sylvie at the signal at the end of time he's returned to tba where he starts he starts uncontrollably warping across time at the same location so he starts like it's almost like his body's like f- like splitting, splitting and apart ripping apart yeah yeah and he's like kind of flipping through time if you will um and Loki arrives in the past, and nobody knows who he is. Nobody in the TVA knows who he is, uh, and they arrest him. And then later, uh, Loki discovers a recording of the TVA's creator, He Remains, praising the TVA's Ravona for working with him. Then it kind of moves to the present, if you will, uh, and then the TVA is kind of disarray due to the rapid branching of the sacred timeline. Caused by Sylvie killing He Who Remains, uh, Renslayer's you know absence leads to Judge Gamble and General Dox assuming leadership positions. So there's new leadership. Uh, B fifteen and Mobius convince Gamble and Dox that TVA employees are all variants from different timelines. Uh, Gamble is persuaded to order the TVA to stop eliminating these timelines, and Loki warps into meeting and exposes He Who Remains' role as the mastermind behind the TVA. Uh, Loki warns Mobius of the threat of many variants of He Who Remains, and Doc says many TVA hunters heavily arm themselves for a mission to go after Sylvie. Um, Then, what's up?
1: As I say, at this point, uh, before anything else can happen, Mobius decides that we got to fix whatever's going
0: on with Loki. Yeah, so it's just going to get into so, it. So
1: <laughs> he takes him through many, many
0: doors. Many, many doors. One of these doors. Looks like. I think it's the final door, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's possibly, possible. yeah. The final door. I think I immediately texted you. And I'm like, I know that door. <laughs> it looks like a cerebro door, right? It looks like a cerebro door, dude. Freaking X Men, bro.
1: And
0: then. Uh,
1: so we basically. Mor- Mobius takes him to this room, this large room. And we get
0: to meet a new person in this season who is great. One of the best characters ever. Played by freaking Short Round from Temple of Doom.
1: Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, uh, Kiki Kwan, Kiki Kwan, Kiki Kwan. Yes, plays. Oh, he's also. Um, I said booby traps. That's not the same guy, is it? That yeah, it is Data from uh, from the Goonies. Right, it's the same guy. Yeah, really, bro, <laughs> bro.
0: I've seen those two movies a bazillion times. And, and like, I think I wanted to think they're the same guy. I,
1: I'm pretty sure it is. Now I'm looking it up, too. I'm looking it up.
0: Goonies. Yep. It makes sense. It's the same guy.
1: I can't believe yes. you didn't know that.
0: It is the same guy. Yeah. You made me yeah. doubt
1: myself, but I knew that. Oh, so I'm like, you made me doubt myself for a second. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Wait, does
0: doesn't he tell, like, the housekeeper, like, who is he? Is he the one that tells the housekeeper, like, where they store the cocaine? Or is that oh, somebody else? That might have been. No, never mind. That might have been Corey Feldman's character. <laughs> that she couldn't speak English, and, like, he's, like, talking to. Never mind. It probably would make sense for the <laughs> Asian guy to be talking space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, anyway, we, so on. we meet, we meet, uh, Ouroboros. his name is Ouroboros, yes, which Ouroboros. if you are not familiar, an Ouroboros is a snake eating its own tail. From Norse mythology. Yes. So, sure. so we meet Ouroboros who has been down in this room for like 400 years uh never has any visitors basically he's like oh mobius it's nice to see you again and he's like oh you call me ob and then basically loki does his weird thing that he's doing where he's like splitting and and then he's like oh have you ever seen this and he goes oh time slipping you can't do that in the tva it's not possible Uh, he says it's not possible and he's like, well, here it is. It's happening. So he's like, oh, I've only seen like one case of this before. I've never seen a case of this. Well, the time slipping basically moves Loki back and forth through time. And basically Loki time slips because where he's at. Time slips 400 years in the past to meet with OB. And basically starts relaying information to OB. Which OB so cool, in the future meet talking with Mobius starts relaying that information like he's asking him questions and he's answering it with information he's literally learning at that same moment in the past which I guess goes to show at this point in the show that time is not linear.
0: No it's a big ball to quote Doctor Who you know most people think time is you know a little cause and effect flat line yeah flat line but it's really a big ball timey whiny stuff
1: It's a bowl of spaghetti, like in Flashpoint. The (laughs) Flash.
0: It's a bowl of (laughs) broken, cooked spaghetti. It's kind of like that. (laughs) Big ball of timey wimey stuff.
1: But basically, um, so this is all happening in the first episode. First episode kicks off um, pretty strong. Basically, Ob tells Mobius and. uh, Loki that he needs to build some type of machine so that basically he could prune himself from the timeline, but because he's in the TVA, he he's basically anchored to the TVA, right? So that yes. he prunes himself from the timeline, and then he has to like pull himself back in to the TVA from, uh, from that. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe your notes, maybe your notes can explain it better.
0: No, no, that's pretty pretty much close. <laughs> so um, basically, it, it basically says so. Uh, Obi instructs Mobius to approach the temporal loom with the temporal aura extractor device to extract Loki from the time stream as Loki prunes himself, which will release him from time. So it's it will separate him from time. Um. Uh, Loki time slips to the future, where the TVA is being evacuated as the loom goes critical. He tries to find a time stick to prune himself. And he briefly encounters Sylvie, as pruned from behind by someone at the last second. And the present, OB starts sealing off the temporal loom to protect the TVA, despite Mobius' protests to wait for Loki. Uh, Mobius successfully pulls Loki from the time stream. The two, the two uh, tumble back safely uh, from the temporal loom. Which becomes sealed off, and Mobius and Loki East out to find Sylvie. And we find out that Sylvie is in a branch timeline in Oklahoma in 1982, visiting a McDonald's restaurant. Mickey Days. De- g- De- my gosh, I miss I miss freaking late 80s, early 90s McDonald's mail so good.
1: Hey, we used to work at McDonald's, huh?
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Both of us, eh?
0: Yeah, we, those were good times, man. That was a fun time. That I was. That. Yeah, then you left me, and he went to the newer McDonald's. Oh, you stuck around? Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, you left. Yeah, I left working for that dude that was like a total creeper. Like Who, a freaking, it was like a freaking petty.
1: It was Neil. Oh no, he had glasses. I, I used to, I used to call him, I used to call him Jimmy Neutron, because he had that little thing on his hair.
0: No, this dude. No, he was like a skinny dude, glasses. And he was, like, in his 20s and kept, like, trying to, like, date teenagers. He's freaking oh, sick. I don't that guy. Skinny dude.
1: I remember Neil, and I used to call him Jimmy Neutron, and he, he would, like, try to, like, yell at me. He was a nice guy, but I was just a dick because I was a high schooler, you know? I just didn't care. I know. So, <laughs> so, but, yeah, I went to the other McDonald's where I got, uh, I got a raise, you know? And I became a crew trainer, so.
0: Yep, and you left me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and then I left McDonald's to go to Bob Evans. So hey,
0: down on the farm, yeah, baby, the sausage. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. I bet you had a lot of sausage too. I did actually. You got these raisins, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll take that sausage. I don't need no biscuits. Don't need oh, no. No, gravy. I needed.
1: The, I needed the gravy and the biscuits for sure.
0: Sure, you did. <laughs> That sounds, super, that sounds super that's
1: super raw.
0: It's okay. You could hey if you want to stuff your mouth full of sausage, man, whatever. And and extra gravy, yeah. Italian sauces, maybe you get a little kibasa, you know, yeah. whatever. Hey, whatever. Back hey, to Loki no? season two,
1: episode no two.
0: <laughs> episode two. <laughs> so anyway, they find Sylvia McDonald's and uh see the episode two I didn't think was that great. Um they find out that basically uh, one of the hunters is like living another life as an actor in London in 1977. Um, Brad Wolf, Brad Wolf um, playing.
1: Play, what's this character's name? Thought, the Zaniac. Zaniac. Yeah. The Zaniac. <laughs>
0: uh, it was okay. Um, it, it's go, a little bit of a forgettable episode. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it wasn't as strong out of the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we find out that, uh, so Casey, uh, Casey's a character that basically is kind of like the guy in the chair. Um, but he discovers that Renslayer communicated with Miss Minutes before they will both went missing. And concludes, the, concludes that they're working together. So meanwhile, Obi attempts to repair that temple loom uh, to accommodate the branches that are melting down. He finds he can't access the loom without help from Miss Minutes or the aura. Of he who remains. So Mobius loses his call when he questions Wolf. Uh, Loki interrogates Wolf alone. Loki, Loki uses a device to, pass, to physically squeeze uh, Wolf until Wolf emit, uh, admits banning. Oh, this episode wasn't that great. Uh, that, that part's not important. <laughs> Moving on. Well, um, he.
1: With we uh, so yeah, basically. He attacks Mobius, though, and like that, that speech that he gives Mobius and the heart, the heart to heart Mobius and Loki have while eating key lime pie is pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty good scene. Um, You know, recalling, you know, Mobius has a life on the timeline that he just doesn't want to see. He's like, I don't need to see it. You know,
0: I'm a TVA agent. That's what I am. So. See, this is why I need you. You help me pull it back in.
1: Well, I mean, you know, that's. I, th- I thought know, that's the key the, line.
0: I thought the key line part was in episode three, but maybe it I... happens, and I think he eats it, and while
1: they're trying to figure out, and then they come up with a plan, and you know, basically force Brad to admit the plan. They go back, they find Sylvie, um, and then they realize it's all a trap, and basically, uh, they they turn out that he was kind of distracting them so that. Um, is it docs docs and all the UVA agents that were heavily armed at the end of first season, first episode um, are basically setting off these bombs, which are pruning all these new branches that are being made. And basically Loki, Sylvie and Mobius uh, attempt to stop them, but it's already too late where they've basically set off these bombs and they are starting to basically destroy all these timelines. And Sylvie's big thing is that uh, free will is being taken away. Like people are not entitled, are not allowed to live these lives on the timeline. So they're killing millions of innocent people, and that's yeah. what she's upset. But Loki feels like, you know, because she killed, he Who remains. They need to basically keep the sacred timeline in order. Um, and so they're they're kind of at a you know odds, but they're every the end of episode two. Is pretty like oh, it's like gut wrenching because all these it looks like they lost, you know, they're losing. So, but then I believe
0: episode she goes back race, to she goes back to McDonald's, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then episode three is really good. It starts off really well, where we go in, we're in the we're in the past. What's the year?
0: 1942? forty eight. We're in uh, uh, the episode's called eighteen ninety three, but. We find out that Miss Smith and Renslayer travels Chicago in 1868. Okay. What drop they off, a, they drop off a TVA handbook to a young variant of He Who Remains named Victor Timely, and the
1: the TVA handbook was written by Ob
0: Ouroboros. I think yes. we forgot to mention that. Yes. Yes. Is it, well, well, it's also written by. He who remains, if you will, but be Victor Timely, yes, Victor intent, yeah, 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 good. Who me? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no. no, I said, oh. I said,
1: uh, it's written by Victor Timely, kind of at some point. Yes.
0: Then they fast, they fast forward from 1868 to 1893 to the Chicago World's Fair on this branch. And this is on a branch timeline. And Loki and movies arrive, tracking Rensselaer's tent pad. There they see Timely presenting his temporal loom prototype. So you get this, you get this like old snake oil type, uh, feel. Um, it's very old school. It's all, it's, 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 it's almost like it, it, it kind of felt like a, uh, Red Dead Redemption type <laughs> type thing. Um, like it was like, you know, old, it, it was, it was really cool. Um. But uh, basically timely gives us presentation and this is the scene that we saw at the end of, uh, at the end of uh, Quantumania, yes. And we find out that uh, timely has four groups chasing him. He has Loki and Mobius who want to use his order to fix the loom. Renslayer and Miss Mintz who want him to take his variant's place with them in his side. So they want him to be the new he who, who remains. Uh, then Sylvie shows up. And she wants to kill him to prevent uh, another rise to power. And then there's a robber baron in his head wanting revenge against Timely's uh, fake invention scams. Uh, Timely, Timely has a bit of a catchphrase. He's like, oh, it's a prototype. You know, <laughs> every, everything makes is a prototype.
1: Um, and this this is a variant of he who remains, but yes. he has a stutter. Yes. A, a, a stutter. A stutter. I'm not. I'm not making fun of anybody with a stutter. Just no, 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 no. Just no. you know,
0: no. He, he, but he, he talks, he talks with a stutter, but he talks in such a well a way that's like, like majors. Majors is is, is phenomenal. You know, he's, he's great. an yeah. actor. Like he talks so intelligently with the stutter. Like I don't know you. Like talk. the
1: nuances with the pauses and the yeah, dude like it's just he's so good like oh i'm so upset that he's Uh, dealing with all this like i know i mean i hope justice is served but i also hope that it's he didn't do nothing
0: i I really hope he didn't do nothing like it's not it's not like you know just my personal opinion Uh, you know it's not like it's not like ezra miller who like yeah he's you know wasn't like wasn't an actor that was like whoa this guy's amazing you know Yeah. Um, Like he he wasn't, just my personal opinion. So, like when he was cast as The Flash, I was like, nah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know
1: him at that time. And then he didn't really do much more after that to to be well,
0: he was in in, uh, Perks of uh, Being a
1: Wallflower and the Crimes of Griswold
0: Griswold." and stuff. Yeah, but he didn't do anything that was like, whoa. Like he he, he didn't show me any acting where I was like, yeah, this kid can do it. Um, He didn't do anything that impressed me.
1: Yeah, majors um, on the other
0: hand the is majors.
1: Woo. I mean, Creed Three, he's awesome. Um, what, I I didn't um, see that one he love, did about Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Uh, oh, the boy can act. The boy, yeah. The boy can. Act. The man can act.
0: The, the man, man can act. act. My apologies. <laughs> um, so yeah, if he, if all this ends up being true, and yeah, then screw him. Yes.
1: Yeah, but if then, it's not, if it's not. I hope justice is served and he gets, he gets to continue being Kane. Cause he's great. He
0: is. He's, he's a hell of an actor, but I just hope he's a good person too. I hope yeah. so. But yeah. there you go. See, <laughs> um, so yeah, all these people are chasing him because, you know, he's a, he's a, he, you know, he's a, he's a scam artist. He's a deviant. Um, a deviant. A de- there you go. Uh, but timely escapes affair with Renslayer, missed minutes. And Miss Minutes convinces Timely to abandon Renslayer. Uh I think kick her off a boat, basically. <laughs> at uh, At Timely's Wisconsin laboratory, he turns Miss Minutes off after she professes romantic love for him. Uh, Renslayer creepy. Loved- it, was- it was a little bit creepy. You know, you know what I thought? You know what I thought was going to happen? I thought it was going to be revealed that Miss Minutes was some other villain all along. Like, like I who? was... I was hoping for that, and it was like so. So in in Marvel Comics, Doctor Doom is entwined with Kang a lot. So I like so if majors, you know, if something happens with majors, they want to go the route of possibly going with Doctor Doom, which, in my opinion, Doctor Doom needs to have his own thing. He needs to have his whole. A whole phase needs to be Doctor Doom. I mean, if uh, it's Doctor Doom, is the tip the tippy top of Marvel villains, in my opinion? Yeah. If I,
1: I, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I do feel like the end. Of, I don't know if that was a rewrite. That season finale, like the way it ended, I'm like, I feel like they there might have been some rewrites in there for that,
0: possibly. Because Doctor Doom is the main villain in Secret Wars. Every time there's in Secret Wars of the '80s and the one 2015, Doctor Doom was the villain. He was the main dude.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it's supposed to be King Dynasty then Secret Wars. So true that King Dynasty could change to something else. It could before becoming,
0: you know, before we get Secret Wars. So just saying, it could. But I don't. I just don't want Doctor Doom to just be a throwaway villain in the Fantastic Four movie like yeah. I want him to be I want him yeah, to be I mean, a he's, serious motherfucker. Yeah,
1: he's been a he's been a major threat in the comics and they have not given him his
0: fair share in the live action stuff. So well he's Marvel's he's Marvel's first real villain. Like I mean he was the first major heavy hitter that I mean the the first villain the Fantastic Four you know fought was Mole Man but yeah like but like Doctor Doom When he came, like yeah, things were different. (laughs) Um anywho, uh where was I? Uh Miss Yeah, Miss Miss says a love for him. Uh arrive and then Red Slayer, Loki, Mobis, and Sylvie arrive. Sylvie gains control and seeing timely's fear, she doesn't kill him. Uh Sylvie allows Loki to take him back to TVA. And then sends Renslayer to Citadel at a time with Miss Minutes, and they see who he who remains to King Corpse as Miss Minutes reveals she knows the secret of Renslayer. All right, episode four. This is where things get really like whoa. Well. All right, episode
1: four. Basically trying to remember how it starts. Sorry. I don't take notes. I just watch this stuff. So, uh, this is all coming from my brain. All right. Uh, Uh, So so, episode
0: four, uh, episode four, it starts with reveals in the past that Renslayer was a commander.
1: Yeah. She was talking to Kang at the end of the Citadel after the multiple. where she's like, uh, Kang basically tells her, thank you for your help. You know? And she's like, yeah, no problem. You know? Um, Basically, the recording that Loki heard from season from that first episode, uh, where he's like, Our um, our mm-hmm. partnership, and it basically, I don't know, uh, basically, Kang or He Who Remains has this thing against partners and partnerships, what like he say states Kang? it,
0: King's- yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, He Who Remains, uh, he's still. He has this thing against partners, though, because like, at one point, Ravona mentioned a partnership earlier to uh, Victor Timely, and he he like basically dismissed her. That's why he threw her off the boat or whatever. Yeah. Um, in the thing when someone's like, "Oh, we should be partners," he's like, oh, don't do partners. "I don't do partners." Don't do partners. So, uh, yeah, basically, he has a thing against partnerships. Although he's always a partner with Miss Minutes. So, eh. yeah, yeah, um, so that's all taking place in the past basically he says activate protocol 42 which is erasing everybody's memory at the tva and all of that um excuse me um which you know all these people start talking about like oh f- why is it protocol 42 and it's like well because 42 is the the secret of life right
0: I, that's the way I took it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So um, so then we jump to the future, right?
0: Well, okay. So important things here. Um, so the temporal loom is reaching catastrophic failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki, Loki now is attempt to use timely an OB's uh, throughput multiplier to fix it. And at this point, it's revealed that the source of OB's knowledge of the TVA and everything is timely himself, which creates a paradox. Uh, or, an OB's,
1: mis- or in OB's words, an aura boris. <laughs> like, it's
0: yeah. like he's like
1: it's, like it's like it's like a steak eating its own too. It's
0: like uh yeah, that's an or boris. Your name yeah. <laughs> so. Um Red Slayer miss means they try to take over the TVA. Uh they approach the Titan Wolf and Docs and the loyalists for help. Uh but only Wolf agrees. Dox and the lawyers instead choose to be crushed to death by Miss Minutes. Uh, Wolf prunes Hunter D ninety and uh, kidnaps Timely. Uh, but when Wolfsons.
1: when Miss Minutes is, when they're killing all those people, yeah. her face, bro. Even though she's an animated character, her face when she's killing all those people. Oh man,
0: she's evil. They knew. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, So Sylvie and Loki encounter the time-slipping Loki. And that's where Loki prunes himself. Yes. Um, Obi deactivates Minutes and the TV's magic-suppressing devices, finally. This enables Sylvie to enchant Wolf, controlling him to prune Renslayer. Uh, Timely's rescued. He's able to restore the loom, but the loom's increased uh, radiation spaghettifies him. Before he can launch this, the throughput multiplier, the oh, temporal, dude, that scene. Then the temporal loom explodes and the blast wave spreads across Loki, Mobius, Sylvie, and everybody turns to spaghetti. It's freaking crazy. So everything explodes. Well, we don't know if they turn to spaghetti. It just a, a big boom. <laughs> oh, spaghetti. A,
1: a big boom. Loki's face up close, the light, and then cut to black. Yes. And then the episode uh, ends. But this episode. is after this is after Victor Timely, all ready to go out there, goes running out there, right? He takes two steps. Ah! Spaghetti. Turned into spaghetti. And everyone's like, what the uh ah. <laughs> right.
0: it was so good. Uh episode <laughs> episode five. This is where episode five gets really like touches on your heart here. Um and timey whimey. Timey whimey, yes. Um If you can remember, because this is where they reveal like what Mobius' life really is like, ain't it? Yes.
1: So episode five starts off uh, basically from that light that we saw zooming uh, into Loki's face. Now it's zooming back. It's basically rewinding. Everything rewinds, boom. And we're just left with Loki. And he's looking around. Nobody's around. So he starts wandering the TVA. Nobody's around. He's looking everywhere. Then he sees somebody in one of the main corridors, the main rooms. And then he time slips. And then we get to the same scene. And we get to where Loki is reading a book in the TVA. Like he's reading the TVA handbook. And we see, if you you look close enough, you see Loki in the back, time slip away. Basically, it's the future from the scene we just saw just at a different angle. And then basically, uh, he time slips away again and he starts time slipping. He time slips to, uh, McDonald's time slips to a, uh, jet ski, um, outdoor sales place with like one of those whirly wavy things. Yeah. Uh, the incredible bendy floaty (laughs) man, you know, uh, uh, He time slips to, uh, uh, I believe, Alcatraz, like a prison. He time slips to um, the woods. And he time slips to a place where he sees Hunter B-15. And she's a nurse in 2012 in New York. Doctor, bro. Oh, sorry. She's a doctor in 2012, New York. Significant? I think so. Yes. Just saying. Um, And then basically, he time slips back to the theater, where, um, you know, Mobius was interviewing him in the first episode of this entire series. So then he's trying to like figure out what to do. And he time slips again and he time slips to, does he time slip to Casey first? And then I he's think like, so. oh, Casey, yeah. I need you. Yeah. He's like, Casey, I need you. And this goes back to that first episode that I talked about where they bring historical things into play and they use it in the show. So basically, we meet Casey like Doctor
0: Who, like Doctor Who. Buddy. That's <laughs> what I freaking love.
1: I've it. only watched like a couple episodes of Doctor Who. It's
0: never, yeah. I'll never tell you really what. I'll it. tell you, I'll tell you what episodes I watch.
1: <sighs> okay. Um. So basically, and this this hit home because I I live up in this area. I live near San Francisco. So basically, time slips. He ends up in Alcatraz in I want to say 1962. And that is the night of the. There's only like three people to ever escape Alcatraz, and one of them's name was Frank Morris. And basically, we learned that they use like a body double or like a they paper mache a head yeah. and basically escaped, right? So um, Loki goes Casey, and then the guys are like, Frank, why is this guy calling you Casey? So, and then yeah. I, after after these guys escaped the island in real life. <laughs> nobody ever knows what happened to him. So, um, yeah. So that's what I was saying about, like, episode one where he was D.B. stuff. Doctor Who does that stuff. (laughs) Okay, maybe I will like Doctor Who. Um, But basically, so boom. They're like, oh, find your own way or whatever. And it Loki time slips away. Ends
0: up in... uh, Does he go to McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah, so the McDonald's and then... Uh, th- you know the jet ski place with Mobius. Well, he
1: tries to talk to Sylvie, and she's like, "No, no, thank like, you." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like he's dead. You, we don't. Who cares about the TVA?
0: Like we're all living our own lives. Let everybody live their lives. So, boom, he time slips away. Well, well, well. Refusing to help him, um, Sylvie gets Loki to admit his true motivation. That's no, that's not motivation. till later,
1: right? That's not till later because he hasn't even met Orabora. Or OB, yeah.
0: Uh, Don, Dr. Verity, yeah. Dr. AD, Doug. Well, Ouroboros was like an author. Like he was yeah. trying to sell his book. But he, he, yeah. he
1: goes, he sees Mobius selling jet skis and he's, okay, he's I about did to talk out. to him. He's about to talk to him and then boom, he, he time slips away. He sees Sylvie
0: can. last. Sylvie's last.
1: No, he, he sees Sylvie and he talks to her she tells him F off. Time slips away. Goes to see OB or, he sees mobius talks to him for a second time slips away then he finds ob and then he talks to ob and he starts explaining things to ob and Ob's who is a science fiction author but also a scientist at mit yep. um when when loki's trying to explain this stuff to him he's like no i believe you you know he's he's like and then basically tells him you got to get your time slipping under control and you gotta um you know and then basically, uh, he's like, "Oh, we need you to build a temp pad or whatever." And he's like, "How am I going to build one?" And then uh, basically, Loki hands him the TVA handbook, and he's able to build one out of that. And Then he starts time slip. He he tells him he got to get his time slipping underway, and basically Loki time slips away again. I don't know exactly where he ends up there. I think he ends up back at Mobius's place. Um, I think, I think so. he. Yeah, I think he ends up back at Mobius's place and he uh basically OB tells him that you're subconsciously you're time slipping to where you need to be like to collect the people you need to collect. Yes. And so he's like you just have to get it under control. So he still keeps time slipping, he goes to OB, finally talks to OB. Um we see OB living his life on the timeline. He's got two sons. He's selling jet skis. He mentioned something about his wife not being around and we believe he's blipped because he's in the year 2022 2020. I uh, yeah. can't remember. Yeah. So he's he, everybody's in different times still, you know, obviously they're all on their place. So basically OB rebuilds the time pa- the temp pad and then that uh, helps Mobius believe Loki story and he goes with Them so we have Loki We have Mobius we have uh, OB he pulls Casey from the time stream he Pulls uh, Hunter B-15 from the time Stream now they're all in OB's place then he goes to Pull Sylvie from the time stream and this Is where he talks to her so go ahead Yeah
0: yeah yeah so he Talks to her you know and, you know he's like Hey you know, you And uh he uh Sylvie gets him To admit that his true motivation is he wants his friends back and he fears being alone. Um, and we see that Loki's motivation is totally different now. You know, it's not about this truly this glorious purpose or this taking over. He, he, he doesn't want to be alone. He, he wants his friends. And when everything in Sylvie's timeline spaghettifies, she decides to help Loki. Uh, however, Doug's workshop also spaghettifies, as does Frank and Doug and Don, Willis and Sylvie. Uh Loki officially Loki finally controls his time slipping by focusing on one person, which is uh OB. He declares that he can rewrite the story. That's very important. That he can rewrite the story. And okay, uh, Loki time slips to before the explosion by focusing on OB. Then we get to the finale, which just aired Thursday, which is freaking nuts. All right, it's entitled "Glorious Purpose." Um, if I forget anything, please help me out, Fitch. in the Fitch, yo. Hey, all right, you bro. This this episode's nuts. This episode, this is where I feel. This is why we had to talk about season one because of this episode. Because this this ties it all together. Like, and if you, if you seriously, like, watch season one and two together, it hel- really helps this episode. Um, it really, really does. So Loki time slips in the moment before the loom exploded, you know, where everything's spaghetti and Timely is, like, walking the gate, you know. Um, despite his attempts, though, the loom always fails to accommodate the infinite branches. So they go totally flash here. <laughs> like like I sort of like I sent a message to finish. I'm like, they go full flash here. Because in the Flash movie, no matter what Barry did, Batman always died. S- Supergirl always died. Zod always won. So it was a fixed time point. So spoiler but, alert, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, flash the flash movie. The flash <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Michael Keaton's Batman? What? What? He dies? What? <laughs> what? If you haven't seen the flash yet, uh, yeah, watch it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but the loom always fails, everything always fails. And L- Loki slips to the moment before Sylvie kills He Who Remains, thinking that okay, if I can stop her from killing him, then I'll, I'll just keep going back. There has to be a moment that I can go to where I can win. And uh, well, I mean, you're you're forgetting a lot. Basically, he he goes back to The
1: time at the TVA where they're trying to save the temporal loom. But in this span, he literally spends centuries learning how to do all this. So it's just time just keeps like, yeah, Yeah, it keeps happening. I mean, you, you just glanced over it, but basically, and it's such, it takes up most of the episode actually, but it's, it's funny, but it's good. You got the staying alive, uh, Beethoven music, Da, 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 da. yeah uh so basically he's just going back and forth just keeps trying it keeps trying it but at one point he finally does it um they successfully get the loom working to put the amplifier thing in there
0: yeah and then so, they so realize back on what you're saying so so he asks so like loki tries to speed everything up because people are taking forever and like explain yeah. stuff so like so loki asked ob it's like, so what would it how long would it take for me to know all you know? Yeah. And it was like uh decades. What do you know now? He says, What, what do you know mean? now? He's nothing. like nothing. I know
1: absolutely He not. says, I know nothing, but I'm a fast learner
0: and I'm a god. I'm a god. You should talk like that the whole rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, right? Like a god. I'm a god. Um, so that was cool because like <laughs> because then you see like like Loki's like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna go down the rail. You're gonna put the suit on. You're gonna go down there, take two steps. Don't don't drop that thing because it will roll away. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know? And, and then he's on the computer, like 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 super quick. He's like, don't forget
1: to tape it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Okay, you believe we believe you. Let's go. You're brave. You're brave. You're brave. Go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the green button. It's gonna stick. Hit it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was good. Like, it was it was good. It was good. Um, but no matter what he does, like it, nothing will work. Um, so he goes to the moment where Sylvie kills he who remains. He who remains is there, and he tells Loki that the loom is a failsafe. So he pauses time, and he's like, "Loki, you didn't know how to pause time yet." And Loki eventually learns it, like real quick. <laughs> but uh, um, he says it was a failsafe. Um,
1: well, in- oh, Victor Timely, back when they they do it, basically, he says that oh, the 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 expander can't can't control the loom because there's infinite branches now um, and yeah, then he's yeah, like we right, have to right. and then that's when loki realizes infinite branches i have to go back to when that started and then he goes back to season one episode six
0: You're right my apologies
1: <laughs> he, he remains sorry i'm just kept. No no no, no 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 <laughs> no
0: no it's important um no teamwork dynamic duo um uh where the hell was i okay yeah so he says the that the loom is a failsafe Overloading it protects the sacred timeline, and it deletes those branches along with the TVA, thus resetting things. Uh, he remains to just suggest- let Loki kill Sylvie, and you'll save the loom. But Loki says, "F that." After consulting Mobius and Sylvia at different moments in time, Loki replaces Timely in approaching the loom. Loki destroys the loom, magically revives the dying timelines and oh okay no i'm jumping real ahead yeah you are <laughs> okay so uh yeah so he talks to the, the he who remains and he and says oh
1: you haven't learned how to pause time and then loki goes and he's like oh you think this is the first time we've had this conversation and yeah yeah i like he's that. Like, <laughs> I <love that. laughs> I like jonathan Majors. i like you oh man yeah. yeah he's like and then basically he tells him he's like you're always going to lose champ
0: you're Stop. always going to lose yeah um and
1: then he says, fine I will find another way
0: and like and then he he goes back and so another point that I mentioned at the fir- at the beginning of this is that he does go back to his old self in the first episode yep where he's talking so, to Mobius so he like replaces himself in that moment. So like all that character development that we were pissed off when we watched that first episode, we're like, yeah. Oh, he watches a video about his future. And then he's okay. Already. Um, That Loki that, that flipped in there was the Loki that went through centuries of all this pain and seeing people die and trying to fix it and over and over and over and over again doing that. So that is legit character development. It's fine now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it's fixing that plot hole. Um, but so Loki basically comes to the realization that uh, I'm always going to lose. Like no matter what I do, I'm going to lose, and I'm sick of being that type of god. I'm sick of being that type of guy. So Loki uh, replaces timely, and he approaches the loom. Loki destroys the loom, and he revives the damaged timelines. So what we see in this moment is Loki, his clothes rip away from the radiation. And mm-hmm. then he gets a new Loki suit, if you will. His horns grow. Finally, we love the horns. Right, yeah. Finally. And, he, and he starts gripping the branches and timelines. And as he grips them, he... And he starts it, taking steps. Yes, And he fuses them with his his green magic and he starts rearranging them and grabbing them together and creates them into this tree like structure. And I like shouted at the screen, you know. I uh, did too. I was like,
1: it's a tree. I was like,
0: it's the Norse tree of life. It's the Norse tree of life. I know. I couldn't. What's the name? It's It's, the the Yggdrasil? 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 d-r-a-s-i-l uh y- yggdrasil it's the sacred tree in north mythology it exists the nine realms right it unites all the realms in the center yeah um little plot plot hold of captain america when uh um Great red skull when the red skull gra- yep well now we have to go back and see if there's i don't know we'll have to do that like loki sitting there or something That'd yes. be crazy. Um that would be but, crazy. But also, also, if it, that would be great. And but uh this throne appears too. The gold. And it's I've...
1: it's all the gold from the from the sacred um uh, from the citadel. You know how the citadel was broken up, right?
0: You're yeah, you're right.
1: And it was what is that Japanese technique? It's like chemist um kasagi, kemisagi, where it's basically like if something's broken, like a bowl. In Japanese, like culture, they'll like fix it with gold. Treat, like they like I know melt gold I know and they'll mend it together. What the hell uh, is that? It's like Kemisagi or kamin. Ah, oh, dang it! <laughs>
0: I know what you mean, though.
1: I know. But basically, mean. it's that gold that was in the the citadel. It basically forms a throne for Loki. That's yeah. I love that. That scene was so yeah. awesome. I watched that last night, and it um, was just like the Richard E. Grant scene. For glorious purpose, when he just when he breaks in and opens up the, the rift. Yeah.
0: And he's just sitting there holding these these branches. Um,
1: and he, like, snaps them together, right? Like he, yeah. He like, grabs them. He has them all like this. And then when he sits down, he goes, like, or something like
0: that, like, twists them all together, and boom. That all these different timelines are now, they're together. They exist. And he's um, just sitting there holding them, right? Just holding them, yeah. And he is going to be that type of god. He's going to be a new type of god. He's no longer the god of lies. Mischief. The god of mischief. He is now a different god, which we're going to get to in a second. Um, But, uh, yeah, so then uh, he oversees the branches at the end of time now. He's the new he who remains, if you will. Uh, The TBA accepts the growing branches, and they're now going to track he who remains variants. Mobius is reporting that one variant being stopped at Earth 616, 616 adjacent realm I assume that he's talking about quantum mania
1: yeah there's there's been theories and stuff that like I think I could you know I don't zoom into my TV and stuff but I guess they said like the pictures are f- excerpts from quantum mania that's that's
0: what I think it is So this takes place like, Side-by-side. Side Simultaneously. Um, B15 becomes one of the TV's leaders. OB reactivates and now Friendly Mince Minutes and he writes a new TVA handbook with Timely as a co-author. Uh, in one timeline, Timely does not receive that handbook. So, he's now doesn't receive the timebook. Uh, Renslayer also awakens in that void and she sees a life. Uh, yeah. so that's gonna probably play yeah. into the future. Uh Mobius retires from the TVA and him and Sylvie observe him as Dawn in the other timeline with the children, and Mobius just kinda of chills and creeps <laughs> 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 on you know? himself. Yeah. Yes. And then Sylvie is like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um But she has a temp pad. She so has she a temp just... pad. So that's kind of how Loki's ends you know loki is holding on to the whole multiverse um quick question and this yeah, might be a whole nother this might be a
1: whole nother podcast
0: but you can, you can ask me anything we need so to write one, down what we say this is a whole other podcast
1: <laughs> i know right so like loki season two well and season one when they they talk about these branching timelines they're it's a timeline right versus AKA like things like the Marvels and other things we've seen where they enter into different realities, like say Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. Like that's a different,
0: that's what they need to make clear. Like I, I take it as they're both kind of on the same level. So I would, so cause I- they're
1: calling this multiverse, like everything's multiverse. Right. But it's like, well, timelines are separate than
0: realms or dimensions. Right. I think it's, I think each one of them is a different multiverse world. Each one of them. Because, so I think, okay, because of what happens at the end of Marvels, which we'll talk about in the next podcast, um, I think like there's rifts. So these rifts are showing you to another branch. Like, yeah, like in No Way Home. Uh, yes. When it opens and, you know,
1: uh, Like all the Peters come together, right? But those are Peters from different dimensions, or they're from different timelines. Well, they're variants
0: of Spider-Man. I would just—I wouldn't say different timelines. I wouldn't say different timelines because timeline implies that, like, different time, place, and time. I would say different dimension, if you will, or different Spider Verse or different multiverse, different Earths, different Earths. Okay, say different Earths, like. Like, what about Loki and Sylvie, though? They're both Lokis. Loki, so, but Sylvie's
1: from a different
0: Earth. A different...
1: That's that's what I'm saying. Like, she's from a different reality?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, Peter... Like, Toby's from a different reality. Uh, you know... Um, uh, what the hell is his name? Andrew uh, Garfield. Andrew's from different... Yeah, world... Yeah, they're from uh, different branch. They're from different branch.
1: I don't know if that new Marvel book that came out—if any of this is explained in that—I might have to check it out. Um, you know, that new book that came out and has all the secrets and stuff. Because I am, after seeing these two uh, properties that we watched just yesterday, yes, I'm more confused in certain aspects than I am about other things. You know
0: what I mean? So, so I was okay. So. I I'm going to watch Doctor Strange 2 again. I need to watch that. Yeah. Um of how he went to different stuff. But in Spider-Man and No Way Home, they open that rift. Yeah. And then they see different Spider-Man villains all through it. So I would say that rift is like Okay, like this like okay, so like this is Toby, this is Andrew, this is Tom. Okay. So yeah. this is their different branches. And when that rift opens, it's like right here. So like like the like they like they each have their different worlds and then this ripped open across all three of those. So the rift could be could go across multiple branches into a different world. Okay. It's, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to. Explain it.
1: You're trying to be Neil deGrasse Tyson right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, try to.
0: So. I'm trying to. Or, yeah. or okay, uh, or like this is your sacred so, timeline. This is six one six. Yeah. This is Earth six one six, and then this is, and then you know, branching off of here, this is where. Is yeah, that this like is, this is where the
1: Fantastic Four are? Would that be 818 or something? Or is Maybe. it like this is Sacred Lo- Timeline, and then this is Earth 818, and then this is Loki's timeline, and this is uh, our timeline, and then this is you know still on this I, thing. I you know take, what I mean? Okay,
0: I kind of take it as because the next thing we're going to say about Loki to finish up, and then I really got to go to bed. Um, yeah. But the, okay, this is 616. Yeah. But also while 616 is going, Toby's world's going. Yeah. And then also Andrew World's going. Yeah. And then also Miles. Some world <laughs> yeah, there's Miles. And then also the Spider-Verse.
1: Fantastic Into the, Four. The, across the Spider-Verse right here.
0: Yeah, Fantastic Four. And then also somewhere there's the X-Men. And you know, whatever. So all these different worlds, like Fox's X-Men is here. Fox's Fantastic Four is here, whatever. Toby's Spider Man. Daredevil. Daredevil. Deadpool. Whatever. And then all this stuff is in Loki's hands right now. That's what I okay, that's what I'm trying to figure
1: out. So it's like other other realms or dimensions and stuff. Loki's
0: holding everything. I think he's he's holding every single marble thing we've seen. Period. Okay. Somewhere his blades in there. Yeah. Oh my god, freaking Wesley Snipe shows up. Nah, Mahershala Ali is gonna be played, so I know, but you know, it should be should be like. Okay. So what so Loki's a new god now. So he wanted to be a different god. So going into the comics, like like Finch and I had to look up like where does this come from? Like this, like does this happened in the comics? So, you know, we found it. And uh thanks to some uh comics explained videos and, and just you know research. So Loki is now no longer Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Um Shout out to Comics Explained Comics Explained Screen Crush and Heavy
1: Spoilers and New Rock Stars and Emergency Awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh Jesus. Um <laughs> 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 Praise, praise him. Praise him. Um what the heck am I doing? Okay. So Loki's a new god. He's no longer the god of Mrs. He's now the God of stories. The God of stories. So in the comics, Loki realizes, this is what happens around, I'm not sure what year this happened, many years ago, uh, probably 2010, something like that. Uh, in the comics, Loki realizes that he's a god of mischief, he's a god of lies, and he never wins. Just like in the MCU. Like he re- he's realizing he never wins, no matter what. So the comics, he goes to Hela and Mephisto, and he says he wants to be his name removed from the book of hell. So when Loki dies, or if, well, if and when Loki dies, he would go to hell. He wouldn't go to Valhalla because you know he's evil. He's not an honorable warrior. So by doing this, what, by removing his book, his name from that book, when he dies, he'll be reborn. So in the story Siege on Asgard loki sacrifices his life and he dies and he's reborn as kid loki which we've already seen so i forgot about that kid loki when i was when i was listening so it makes me wonder if they're just gonna pull that kid loki back again i don't know who knows
1: but uh, i mean you know part of the marvels we'll see
0: we'll see we'll see we'll see yeah um which we'll talk about tomorrow um or sunday whatever um but he's reborn as a kid in the comics he has no memory of who he is um in the story of the comics kid loki meets old loki and old loki says i'm gonna take over your body kid <laughs> and little loki says i'm gonna call him little loki uh <laughs> says says hell no and he takes the mind of old loki and he places it into a crow named uh no name Ikol or i-k-o-l loki backwards. loki backwards yes um and then there's some story where it's like there's this crown of fears that little loki makes that has all his fears and to a crown it's in the fear of self story um and little loki big loki still takes over little loki, loki's body uh, i guess they agreed to um well the crown was gonna like
1: destroy uh, the world, did, yeah. So he had to basically sacrifice himself and he makes a trade with big Loki and says, Hey, take my body, you know, which basically kills the young Loki so that the crown
0: doesn't is basically null and void. And then, yeah, but he didn't expect to, he didn't expect to feel all this pain when he took over the body, so he didn't expect all this regret. So then he's kind of takes over little Loki's body, and um, no Loki. And then he gets crazy OP. So, what can he do now as he takes over, as he becomes teenager Loki, and then he meets this like now and then people?
1: Uh, Basically, he can write, rewrite anything, stories. I even even seen a thing that said he could jump out of the comic pages to different comic
0: pages. (laughs) So,
1: he's, and he he has access to to a comic writer. He's a comic basically, yeah. He, is. he has access to the House of Ideas,
0: so yes. he can. Which is uh, Disney itself,
1: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> basically, now <laughs> right. the Marvel, the Marvel House, the House of Mouse, Marvel House. Um, so, um, d- the dude, he can take out uh, all Father with one shot. Uh, he can make himself lift Mule near now um these are like he, little he can, these are little feats that he can do but he could do little things. yeah i mean but I, those are things that
0: regular loki would love to do you know <laughs> so so basically he can go and rewrite everything that has happened yeah um the, so the pros of this um hey i need five more spider man boom done you know i need like i hope that loki is gonna lead the avengers and like this big battle i think it needs to happen in the secret wars well you
1: you forgot to mention when you were kind of explaining the story of the uh loki of stories that he basically becomes kid loki again and then he joins the young avengers right well i was also just, assembles... i was, was
0: going to talk about that in our next podcast oh uh, oh sorry cuz i thought you said like make sure i didn't say that
1: oh no i'm just saying like he joins the young avengers in the, the comics um he what is it in the multiversal war he recruits the Avengers of the Multiverse or something? Yes, he does. So I would like to see a what if about that if we don't uh you know I'm
0: I'm waiting for that. I really think I think he's just gonna he's I think he's going to create an Avengers team. I really think in Secret Wars, I'm just gonna get into it. I think in Secret Wars that we're gonna see Toby, Andrew, Tom. I think we're going to see Wolverine <laughs> miles. We're going to see Wolverine. Uh, we're going to see every single Marvel character that we've ever seen in the movie before. from the Fox universe. <clears> yeah. I think we'll see Ben. as Adle- is Daredevil.
1: Uh, Isn't yeah. he already rumored for Deadpool? He is or rumored Letra for is. Deadpool. Letra Electra is. is already confirmed. Mobius is confirmed too. I believe. Morbius
0: or Mo- Mobius. Mobius. Like. Owen Wilson, oh, Wilson.
1: yes. Okay. Wow, wow. He's wow. he's gonna be in Deadpool.
0: Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think uh, you know. I think we're gonna see Chris Evans. They might even get the guy that played Captain America in the '90s if he's still freaking alive <laughs> in that horrible movie. Like, do you think? <laughs> you know who I want to see?
1: It's it's Eric so Hulk. It's it's so dumb. But I would love to see. Um, oh man and it would work because the russo brothers are this i want to see david cross come as the thing for for secret wars what? sorry if you ever watch the rest of development yeah he uh when he you know he's like sorry i blew myself uh so, yeah <laughs> like you remember when he was he was trying to be in the uh, fantastic movie? four movie no he was gonna make he's gonna be in the fantastic four movie. So there's like. Episodes where he has like part of the the foam from the Fantastic. I don't
0: think I, I don't think I saw that. Yet.
1: I think it would be so funny yeah. if they brought him in as like a a version of the thing or something. I
0: think it would be funny. I would definitely want to see that.
1: Update. I think it would be. I think it might be too too much of a stretch. But because it's the Russo brothers and they did you know they did Endgame and stuff like that and. Are the Russo brothers going
0: to do Secret Wars?
1: I mean, there's talks that they might.
0: I mean I would I would just throw money at their ass. Yeah. It's all about money. Dollar dollar bills, yeah. Dollar bills, yeah. <laughs> um but I I'm very interested to see I, I you know, we know Loki's he's going to come back and see for wars for sure.
1: Yeah, Tom Hiddleston is That's the other thing though. With Marvel, uh I get it if he he's tired of doing this stuff. Um sure. but it's like Marvel needs their their core people. I mean, they've even talking about bringing RGJ and everybody else back, right?
0: I think they should only come back for Secret Wars and only Secret Wars.
1: Yeah, and if they're going to do a soft reboot or something, because you now have new stuff going on, then I'm fine with that. Um, But it's like if you know Loki would have to come back for that,
0: you know. I I think after Secret Wars, they need to do they need to do a, a reboot. Um, And then they need to start the Marvel universe like the Fantastic Four was always there. Like, like X-Men was always there. Like they need to do it like that.
1: I mean, isn't that kind of what Secret Wars is, though? Well, yeah, like well, already, it's like the universe is melding together, right? Yes. So. It's like, you what do you do? You just say, hey, Secret Wars was our reboot. And now. No, well,
0: well, so. So Marvel's only ever done one serious huge reboot, and it was 2015 and Secret Wars. And basically what they did is they took the like so I guess it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a hard reboot. It would just basically be I, I guess I didn't say it right, but it would be taking so like in Secret Wars, they took Miles Morales from Ultimate and brought him into 616. Yeah. You know, they so all you can do is take the X-Men from here. Take Fantastic Four from here, boom! They're in that world now, and and that's the way. I mean, that's the way you got to do it, and then just keep it going. But I think, I think you, I, it's it's, I mean, to say that you need you want to bring back Chris Evans, it's not doing Sam will, it's not doing Sam, any favors. Like the boy hasn't got to be Captain America yet. Yeah, but
1: it's like, I mean, I'm down for Sam Wilson, Captain America. And, you know, we're going to get him in Captain America 4. We'll get him in, I'm assuming we'll get him in Avengers, uh, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Sure. But after that, I feel like if they, you know, reboot, you got to go back to Steve Rogers, Captain America.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what they did in the comics, yeah like i mean Steve's. but that's
1: that's what it is like and you know and by that time i don't know honestly that's only a couple, that's like maybe 10 years down the road but i'll be i'll be in my 40s bro <laughs> still loving this stuff hopefully um
0: you'll i don't ne- know you'll never stop loving this stuff i know but you know uh yeah you're right i love this stuff too much Nerd.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all, right. all right so so yeah so that's beeping the Finches. Uh, what happened, Loki? That's our take on a Loki? Lo- a Loki retrospective wow. in the MCU and breakdown, whatever. Uh, so yeah. join us! Uh, join us in uh, in a week or so, or we'll drop the Marvels episode review um, of the Marvels. Review the Marvels. We'll be recording that in a couple of days, but you know we'll space these out and drop it. Um, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you. We know we ramble. But we appreciate you being with us.
1: (laughs) We appreciate you being
0: nerds. Nerds. (laughs) We love you guys. We love you guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. B.P. and the Finch. B.P. and the Finch.